When the sun rises, I wake up and chase my dreams. I won't regret when the sun sets, cause I live my life like I'm a beast. What up? You're listening to the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. I'm Steve Vandegraaff and I'll be your host today. It's great to be with you guys. I want to pose a question that a lot of people are asking. Is dentistry still worth it? You've heard these discussions, right? The golden age of dentistry is in years past. You're very familiar with the challenges facing dentists, so I want to take a stab at it with you guys today. Before we answer the question, let's look at some of the biggest issues that docs face, and these will probably ring painfully true to you. The first is debt. So the average dentist coming out of dental school now has $300,000 in student loans. I think dental school, you know, compared to medical and law and business professional schools, it kind of puts them all on the JV team. Across the board, dental school is way more expensive and costs just keep going up each year. It's not uncommon for dentists to come out of school with half a million dollars in student loans. And there's several schools in metro areas where students are coming out with several hundred thousand dollars in student loans, which is just nuts. Personally, I was really frugal in dental school. I, I earned something of a scholarship. I worked where possible during dental school, for better or worse. And I came out with 400K. Debt is it's just a reality for nearly all dentists, and it's a decades-long issue to deal with. The next challenge facing dentists is the ever-growing control from dental insurance companies. The squeeze from PPO fees just gets worse and worse. As crappy as reimbursements are, in some cases they go down instead of increasing with market rates or at least staying the same. It's harder to be out of network with insurance as the increasing number of dental schools produce more and more dentists. In my opinion, a concerning trend is the move uh, of some insurance companies to provide 0% reimbursement to out of network offices. So the insurance company is not just discouraging patients from choosing out of network offices, but essentially disallowing it altogether. It's totally a power move from the insurance companies doing it because they know they can. And it could really put fee-for-service docs or dentists trying to scale back their insurance in a really tough spot. And then third, a change in the industry that many say is a problem for dentists is the continued rise in DSOs. Many people fear that more corporate practices will make it harder for dentists to find practices to acquire, and certainly that their competition will hurt doctor-owned practices. Aspen, Pacific, Comfort Dental, you know, these are, these are the massive chains I'm talking about. And others, like Heartland, which is even bigger than those, owns tons of practices. Some of them are likely right around you, but you may not know it because they keep the local practice name as they buy the practice up. These corps have larger dollars for nice build-outs, and they have entire departments for marketing and billing, whereas most dentists, we've just always had, you know, Pam up at the front kind of take care of all of that for us. So it can be argued that these big players have resources that are too great for doctor-owned practices to keep up with. So there are some big issues facing dentists today. I read an article about these, and I read an article about these, and it called Dentistry Today as the Age of Debt, Delta, and DSOs. These challenges beg the question, is dentistry still worth it? Well, if you listen to us on this podcast and you know how we feel about things, you already know my take on this, but I'll say it. Yes, you guys, <laughs> dentistry is definitely worth it. Sure, there are 
some unfortunate cases where some people don't really make ends meet or kind of get buried too deep and they need to go another route, but the large majority of dentists make it. And for most dentists, it's a great career. And for people listening to this, I'll say that for some, maybe 10% of doctors out there, it can be an outstanding career and lifestyle if you're willing to put in uncommon work to enjoy uncommon results. If you're listening to this, you wanna be in that special group. So yes, all of these new changes in the landscape are big issues for dentists to deal with. I'm not discounting that at all. Regarding the first one I mentioned, yes, mountains of debt is a big deal. And I do think there is a point where the amount of student loans hits a critical mass, so to speak, where so much debt just becomes insurmountable and it doesn't really make sense to take it on as a regular dentist. It would only be justified if you know you're going to be a business owner. But then again, there's like 60 other schools. So go to an in-state school. If you can't get into an in-state school, go to one that costs half of what Tufts costs, which is now at several hundred thousand dollars. And most importantly, and since dental school is in the past for everyone listening to this, become an owner. Learn to lead a team. Learn to market. Learn to produce. This is the first thing I recommend when people ask me whether they should refinance their student loans or whether they should do repay programs. It's a good question to figure out what percent interest rate you can get or whether you should select a monthly payment amount of $2,000 or $4,000 or $5,000. Those are important and you should figure those out. But a more significant question is how can I double my income from what I'm doing right now? It's much easier to address your student loans coming from that position. And as an aside, if debt is tough for you, remember this. Inflation right now is at 8% annually. It's the highest it's been in 40 years. So yeah, it's pretty nuts. Dollar devaluation hurts everybody. Everything we own, everything we earn is now suddenly worth less. I'm no economist, but I, I hear it can also cause a, a severe recession. But it could potentially benefit one very small group of people. And that's the people who hold hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. So yes, nobody wants student loans, but in a sense, if you're going to have a mountain of loans, this is the best time in the last four or five decades to have it. So go ahead and, and celebrate your little victory there. So insurance was the next one. I'm not going to downplay it. I think insurance obstacles um, probably have a larger negative financial effect on dentists than large student loans do. I, I really think that. But even then, it's still not insurmountable. I know this because there are lots of dentists in every market doing very, very well. And if others can, you and I can too. So what do you do? You learn the best practices for dealing with insurances. Learn how to manage non-allowed services, waiting periods, clauses, downgrades, you name it. You set up systems at your front desk for better insurance verification and claims. If your fees are capped by PPOs, like most of ours are, you pay someone to renegotiate your insurance fees. If you can't do that, then you become more efficient and you do more dentistry. Personally, I'm a PPO office, and even after having my fees renegotiated, they're really not that great. But I'm fortunate to have a very profitable practice because I've learned efficiency. You can also up your game in marketing and invest in advertising if you need to drop insurances. And then if it really comes down to a push to shove, you can choose to practice in a place where you're not dependent on insurances. 
what are you willing to do? The third I mentioned was DSOs. And I could be wrong, but I don't see this as much a problem as, as other things. In my opinion, an owner dentist who is responsible for his or her own team and how patients are treated in their office won't ever lose out if a corporate office opens next door. I, I mean, it's happened to me personally and others I know, but my hunch is there's not really a net negative on the amount of dentistry you do if you're doing everything you should, even if there's a corporate office around the corner. And for the record, I have friends who are great dentists and franchise practices and they treat their patients great. I just think it's a different model that's maybe a good option for some dentists and patients, but it's not going to displace the private practice model like, like some people say. So each of those three examples can be dealt with. And, you know, it may be fun to do a more in-depth podcast on each of those challenges, but my answer is to the original question, yes, while there are challenges to face, we have a career that is great and that's not changing. Lots of times when people say dentistry isn't worth it, or they say, my kids aren't going to go to dental school, the reasoning is based off of false comparison. It is natural to downplay the positive in our own lives and exaggerate the difficult. And it's natural to exaggerate how good other people have it and minimize their negatives. It's kind of funny. There's a dermatologist in my neighborhood and, you know, we, we have small talk now and then. Last time I spoke with him, <laughs> he said, man, if I could do it all over again, I wish I could have become a dentist. <laughs> and I laughed because so many dentists say that they should have become a dermatologist. And he started saying the things he disliked about his work. Insurance. Hard to get into ownership rather than work as an associate. Difficult patient expectations. Challenges of staff. Does any of that sound familiar to you? If you look at it objectively, we're in a good spot. Dental offices are the second least likely business to go under in America. Dentists can modify their work schedule how they like it. If you want, your office can work every day of the year except Christmas. And I know an office that does that. Or... If you want, you can work just a couple days a week. It depends totally on what you want and what you're willing to set up. It's not an option in corporate America or in most occupations in general to do that. Dentists can often work long and late into life if you wanted to do that. The need for dentistry, in my opinion, is not going to go away. So our, in, our industry is safer than others, you could say. There's a lot of information that says our profession is a good one. But, but even then, the debate of whether dentistry is worth it or not is in a sense a waste of time. The answer doesn't really matter if you're asking the wrong question. And this is the point I wanna drive home. More important than whether dentistry is still what it's cracked up to be, or whether debt, delta, and DSOs are ruining everything for us, more important than that is what you are gonna do about it. Similar to how the saying goes, it's not the mountain ahead that wears you down, but the sand in your shoes, these challenges that many people say are ruining dentistry, these large trends that are external to us, are not nearly as important as to how we individually choose to respond to them. I've started reading and learning from author Robert Greene in the last few weeks. I like his writings. I, I like one emphasis. He says, how you look at the world will determine what you get in life. If you're focusing on all the obstacles, if you're focusing on the government, on COVID, on what your parents didn't give you, that's you creating your attitude. You're building it. It's like a little crystallization process. You're building a bigger and bigger crystal each time a new complaint is added. 
And eventually you build yourself a defensive view of life. And that's what you're going to get. It's scarcity mindset to think that these problems that I've been talking about can dictate what you achieve in your practice and in life. Cycling those negative thoughts and repeating those complaints will slowly but surely build a defensive life view and you'll feel miserable. An abundant mindset looks at what can come from each of these problems or obstacles. For example, when you worry about loans or PPOs or corporate offices going up around you, take what would be a complaint and use it instead as a clue as to what to do next. You know, this is something I fear. So this lets me know what I need to address. Solving this will make me more resilient and I can have success and the life I want. So in my opinion, the answer is yes. Dentistry is still a great field, but a more important question to ask is what are you going to do to respond to its challenges? If you're not sure how to respond or how to work out these big issues, which are tough, feel free to reach out to us. Our coaching conversations with our clients include, let's make a plan about what you should do for insurance. How do you respond to competition around you? How can we increase your income so you can handle student loans better? Feel free to email us, Steve, Derek, or Justin at thelifestylepractice.com. And everyone, have a great week. Bye. Sweat, cause I live my life like it's all I can.